Hello and welcome to Buildings of Tomorrow. My name is John Lester and in today's episode we are talking about sustainability and decarbonisation. I'm joined by Augustine Garcia del Castillo. He is the Sustainability Officer at Siemens Smart Infrastructure. Augustine, thank you for joining us. Hi John, thank you. Thank you very much for your time and the opportunity. Uh, it's a pleasure for us to, to also uh, host you here. It's a great uh, opportunity for us to talk about this this uh, very important topic. And, you know, it, it's a conversation that, that we have every day in the markets. It's one of the driving factors behind many, you know, many of the topics and, and the paths of the industry where we work around operational technologies, et cetera. But it's also something that change, is changing quite a lot. And, and every day... Uh, you know, new pressures and new expectations come into our industry. And that's where I'd like to start a little bit. Um, could you give us a quick snapshot on some of the really key drivers in our industry today? What's pushing this sustainability, this environmental impact expectation, and what's driving this push towards decarbonisation? Uh, yeah, John, actually, it's, it's true what you just said, that is part of the, let's say, daily conversation not only with our customers, and, and this is what I would really like to highlight, it's, it's not only about customers, it's about uh, different pressures that companies are having today. Uh, mm -hmm. Main pressure is coming from investors, for instance, and all the financial uh, or the financial markets. They really want to have more transparency on non-financial information. They really want to know how companies are performing in environmental, social and governance topics. So they really are pushing this topic uh, forward. Another pressure is coming is, is from regulations. Uh, we all are aware that uh, European Green Deal is now really getting into a speed. There is other Green Deals all over the world that are coming with, with impacts in, in supply chain, in tax, uh, in, in carbon taxation and in other uh, different topics. And, uh, and from governments and obviously from society. Yeah, mm -hmm. I would say the, 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 the one of the main important stakeholders here is are the society and how the entire society is really uh, increasing awareness about these topics. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, different pressures, different uh, 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 different levers um, pushing this topic forward. Yeah, absolutely. And and you mentioned two huge ones there. You know, the 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 regulation expectation, the government. Which you know, through many different levers of their own, have been pushing this topic. Whether it's uh, rebate systems or or, or 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 carbon trading and, and all these different kind of levers yeah. that they use to push. But it's a really interesting thing to hear that also from an investor perspective, it's now not uh, a negotiable or a nice to have. It's it's almost a, a, a prerequisite to even yeah. qualify for a potential investment. You need to have not just clarity, but also a plan on on how can you be more sustainable uh, and how can you fulfill those societal expectations that we have. Yeah, correct. And, and, and I can imagine this is a shift in conversation because uh, in in general, you know, that highlights the importance and, and not just as an investor or as a government, but for us in daily society, right? We, we want to... We want to deal with, we want to work for, we want to be involved in companies that that have clear responsibility around this topic. Yeah, it's completely true. When I was talking about the stakeholders before, I just forget one of the most important, at least in our company, which which are employees. Yeah. Um, you cannot imagine the, the amount of colleagues that are addressing me or addressing other other colleagues asking for this. So what yep. is what are we doing in these topics? How yeah. do we deal with different things like climate change or, plas or waste of plastic or 
diversity even, yeah, mm-hmm. which is a, a, a big part of, of the sustainability strategy. So, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. I mean, it's impacting every place in the company, right? Yeah, perfect. And and actually, you just uh, you, you just gave a little sneak peek into my next question because, uh, you know, when we talk about sustainability, it's not just environmental, it's not just energy efficiency, it's more than this. What, what do we mean when we talk about sustainability? Yeah, you are absolutely right, John. I mean, when we talk about sustainability, we and, and because we are in this business, we tend to to think just in the decarbonization and energy topic, which obviously is a big part of the sustainability story. I wouldn't deny that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there, we, we have other parts of the sustainability story. When we talk about sustainability, I like to talk about resource efficiency, for instance, yeah, mm-hmm. and resource efficiency from different points of view. So time is a resource. How we can we really save time and avoid the disruption for our customer and, and ensure the business continuity. Another resource for companies are space, for instance, how we can make sure they optimize their space and, and make their, their companies more efficient. Another topic about resources, people. So how can we make people working in healthier environments with security, with safety, and especially in these pandemic times? So. Mm-hmm. You're right. I mean, sustainability covers a huge variety of topics and is not only about energy. Hmm. Yeah, that, 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 that's a huge scope, let's call it. And, yep. and and I guess this also highlights for us as an industry when we talk about buildings, the, the understanding and the awareness that we have in general as an industry about the impact that a building can have beyond you know, just turning the lights on and off and turning the air conditioning on and off, but uh, the, the productivity, the health, the the uh, you know that feeling of achievement that a, that a building can yep. be core to for for an employee is just as big an impact on on the what they're able to achieve during a day and therefore how much space how many people how many resources a company mm-hmm. needs to to achieve their work yeah. in the end so yeah yeah especially in this type in in, in this times and I think it will change the industry completely yeah from mm-hmm. from due to COVID. So the, the, the way we work, the way we use buildings, especially in the office environment, will change dramatically. Mm-hmm. Now, the way you make this change is the one that it makes a difference. I mean, you have to make this change in the most efficient way, in the most healthy healthy way to for your employees, in the most secure way for your employees. And that implies a lot of changes and technology obviously can support that and can can be a really a, a, a key driver for all these changes. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Now, and we've already mentioned a couple because the, the next topic I'd like to dive into a little bit more is is some of the, the trends that are coming from these these industry drivers. Yep. You know, uh, climate change, regulation, uh, the, the the social responsibility are, are really pushing us to make different decisions. And then here we're talking about this scope of, of sustainability and how it's far more than just energy. Um, what are some of those those key trends? You know, yeah. the, like you mentioned a couple there, and, and COVID is obviously one of the big driving forces, which is not only forcing us to make changes, but giving us the opportunity to really change the way we go about it. What are you seeing in the industry that's coming out of this conversation, out of this forced this forced uh, review? of how yeah. we do things today. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, well, I'll see and all the topics are connected because, mm-hmm. for instance, I, where I see a key trend, I mean, for the future, really, is the all the topic of the electric fleet or electric uh, mobility, let's say, mm-hmm. yeah? Electric mobility brings together many topics about sustainability. First of all, brings the topic of energy. Obviously, mm-hmm. we need electric supply from electric vehicle. We need the, the right infrastructure, the, night ch- the right charging infrastructure for that. 
we need the, the, the cars, obviously, and this is impacting mm -hmm. automotive industry, but it's changing as, as well the way we go to work and we stay in the office, right? Because mm -hmm. it needs to have more flexibility to use this electric vehicle. It, it will change the way we move into the city, so it's affecting the, the topic of the smart city, mm -hmm. and it's affecting as well the way companies are really adapting the procurement strategy. Uh, we, we have a strong, I mean, we have a very ambitious target to become uh, full electric by 2030, and it's changing completely the mentality about our logistics processes, mm -hmm. about the incentives of our, our executives. So it's really changing the whole um, setup, uh, and it's coming just for one trend with this electric vehicle. If you think in other trends like renewable energies, or like grid edge and flexibility and adaptability is impacting as well the whole value chain. So mm. from one trend st starting maybe not very related to other topics, at the end is impacting the whole the whole value chain of the company. Mm. Yeah, and, and, and maybe a quick question on that before we dive into a bit more detail, because you mentioned some really interesting topics there. Uh, what do you think is driving this, this relatability? Is it just because we're now in a more connected world, more and more systems are starting to leverage the same infrastructure? Uh, you know, technology is now passing information and relying on information from different places to be able to make smart decisions. Is that what's driving the, the, the interrelation between all of these different trends? Yeah, of course. And, and it's, it's about interrelation, but it's about connectivity. Mm -hmm. And it's about to get really insights from the data. So at the end of the day, it's about digitalization. Yeah, mm -hmm. And this is a really interesting conversation we are having with all these stakeholders that we were talking at the beginning is about how digitalization could support impact and even increase sustainability in our in, in, from different uh, business mm -hmm. and then we start talking about predictive maintenance we are we are talking about grid edge and how all the systems are connected how we can combine supply and en energy supply and energy demand with really flexi flexible systems and flexible solutions mm -hmm. and how can we increase connectivity at the end of the day mm -hmm. and this is really i mean this is the digitalization topic so I mean, customers and and, 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 and and other stakeholders really asking us, okay, please help me to use digitalization to increase my sustainability performance. Uh, and, and, and this is a challenge. Yeah? It's, it's really a challenge, but it's a very interesting one. And it shows how everything is interconnected and interrelated. Yeah. And as you say, it's, it is a discussion as well, isn't it? Because the idea is not to just digitalize everything because we can. You have to have a yeah. plan. You have to understand what you want to achieve. And that conversation also requires a complete change in mindset to understand where, how does this interrelation then start affecting other things? Yeah. Um, you mentioned before, uh, you know, as an example, uh, you have companies that are making these commitments, um, fully electric by 2030, uh, carbon neutral by 2050 or whatever it might be. And, mm -hmm. and Siemens is one of the companies, but many companies, almost all of the, the really major global companies are making some kind of commitment to, to the society about, about where they want to position themselves and what they want to try and achieve in the next 10, 20, 30 years. Yeah. Well, Maybe a quick comment from you on on how how do we how do we go about achieving that? Because you just you just <laughs> mentioned a few things, and and we talked just about e-mobility and and the knock-on effect or the considerations you have to start taking into into your thought process just from that one small piece. When you start talking about carbon neutrality across every business that or every piece of a business that you have across the globe, hey, if you had a suggestion or 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 a comment, how how do we start to to 
to on the journey to achieving this? Yeah. How do we yeah, make this happen? Yeah, and this is a real challenge by today. I mean, if you think the, the amount of companies that are really committing to be uh, full renewable and, and energy renewable from 2030 is more than 1,000 companies, the biggest one in the world. Mm-hmm. There is no literally capacity to supply all these companies with uh, green electricity or renewable ener- energy. There, yep. there is a lot of things going on, but it will not be enough. So that's why I always say, look, first of all, reduce and be efficient. I mean, it's not that you can buy all the renewable energy of the world because there will be no renewable energy enough to supply all the companies. My first advice with all the companies, all the colleagues, all the stakeholders that I talk is be efficient. I mean, reduce your energy consumption, uh, be really smart in how you use your energy. You can even uh, produce your own energy, but don't rely completely on uh, or, on uh, renewable energy because mm-hmm. there will not be enough. I mean, and this is increasing, the, the demand is increasing and increasing every year. So mm-hmm. let's be smart. Let's use all the tools and all the solutions that we have to reduce energy and to be more efficient and really use the resource more uh, wisely. And then, yeah, I, I'm positive to, to achieve all the targets, but we need to do it wisely. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that's a really good point. And I guess it, it may even apply to some of those other aspects of sustainability beyond energy is first, make sure that what you're using is really what you yeah. need. Um, <laughs> make sure that what you're doing is, is you know, that there is as li- a little waste as possible. Um, <laughs> and, and I guess part of that process is also having a really critical look at what you do and why uh, and finding also changes in how you do things because this is the other point that that we see often in these kinds of conversations is that it's also a good opportunity to change the status quo to do things yeah. differently to think about problems in a different manner etc uh, etc et how how does this sit for you you know the, you have many of these discussions you know that we have a challenge as you say uh, committing to renewable energy and then making it happen is is <laughs> is is fine from one company but then if there's nothing to buy then what can you do <laughs> how how do we if if we take a step back and look across the industry in general how are we starting or what are we doing to try and get ourselves closer to that that point Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, first of all, I would advise all the companies and all the customers and, and in general, everybody to look look for and uh, very, very careful about their processes. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you take the whole value chain from the very start beginning to how to procure different goods and materials, how to transport all these goods to your factory, how do you manufacture all these, all these um, uh, goods and services and how do you deliver them, then you can find a lot of inefficiencies that you can really fix yeah Mm -hmm. and this is how i was talking before about digitalization and transparency yeah yeah? Uh, if you really want to identify the problems you really need to have transparency on all of them Mm -hmm. and all the digital tools that we have now in place we can really use them to have more transparency and then start to really step by step reducing in every step of the value Mm -hmm. chain yeah and there is where we start to see savings and we start to see efficiencies right Mm -hmm. Uh, instead of start procuring energy without more (laughs) thinking or 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 without reasoning right i understand so so of course we need to generate more more sustainable energy and and of course we need to get better at storing that at distributing that at at being flexible but on the other hand we also have to understand better what we do and and like you described as that first step make the decisions that can reduce that that expectation that requirement to its its minimum viable 
you know, that, mm-hmm. that still enables you to do your business, but uh, but you're you're minimising the impact that can be, and and this is a double knock-on effect because this is also a cost saving. This is uh, you know, this this enables many more things from a business perspective. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's basically to 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 make a balance between demand and supply, right? Mm-hmm. And what is happening between demand and supply? What is the grid edge, right? Yeah. So so it's really okay. Let's 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 take care of about demand. So about how we use resources. Mm-hmm. Let's take a look about how we procure these resources. So it's about supply and what is happening and how digitalization is affecting uh, the the connection between the, the two of them, which is the grid edge, right? Mm-hmm. No, perfect. No, and and then as you say, once you once you expand that conversation beyond just the energy aspect, and you start to to think of all the resources with the people and and how they work and and why they work and where they work and and um, and you know the spaces and the the environments where that where they they're working to make them as productive and 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 drive achievement as much as possible, then this becomes a holistic picture, which makes yeah. this overall sustainability vision. Or right. And this is this is where, I, where we start the conversation. I mean, we we have started the conversation with the energy topic, but then we've been talking about electric vehicle, which is is yeah, it's partially related to energy, but it's not completely energy. We have been talking about space, which is is a completely different topic. We talk about air quality and people and productivity, which is another completely different topic about energy. So yeah, and this is why it's so challenging and so let's say nice this challenge because it, it really covered a lot of topics, right? And, yeah. and but as a summary, I would say it's about resource efficiency and business continuity. So how can we really make sure that the, the customers, the society, is 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 um, is, is is really implementing sustainable business continuity for everything, right? Interesting. Yeah, perfect. Augustine, thank you so much for joining us today. It was a really interesting conversation. Mm-hmm. And, and I get the feeling that we'll be talking again because I want to dive a little bit deeper into that sustainability topic and talk a little bit more around decarbonisation as well. So I'm sure mm-hmm. that we'll invite you back. But thank you so much for visiting us today. Okay. Uh, and thank you to everyone who's listening to us. Please remember to subscribe, like, comment uh, and share this episode. Uh, wherever you're looking at our video or our audio, please uh, subscribe there so you can catch up with our weekly episodes and stay tuned for more conversations with Augustine around sustainability and decarbonisation, because as you can tell from this this first conversation, there are many different aspects that we want to talk about in more detail. So thank you all, and we'll see you again soon. Thank you.